0: podcast at club flavor in uh, the city of Maslin Ohio of course uh, club, doc, club uh, if you want to uh, check out the website if you want to become a member uh, we always do the show live here we have an amazing setup right now that you can't see but eventually you're going to be able to this is kind of a a uh, I guess a, a test run of it all with our, our dude Alan Got out there's a nice fireplace behind us there's a big it's like we're on the we're on the set of, uh, of the view I guess is what it is. the lifestyle view right um, we, of course, have uh, Al. What's up, Al? How you doing, bro? Not much. What's going on, bro? Doing good? We've got uh, Amanda. How are you doing, Amanda? Doing
1: well. Are you doing, doing spectacular?
0: Well. Spectacular. <laughs> spectacular. <laughs> and we're excited. Um, our very first guest on the Lifestyle Today podcast, you're mm-hmm. uh, you you have you're going to have a series of books, but the, the book you have out right now is called uh, In the Shadow of Sapphires. Uh, so uh, uh, Gigi Myers is yes. your name. Yes. And I, I kind of want, I, I met you a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And like, I, I was told by, uh, I think it was a man who said, hey, man, do, you know, you want to come on? And I think it was with both of you guys that you had said there's a, a like, a, is, is it the BDSM couple that you were kind yes. of talking about? Mm-hmm. And you guys were really wanted to get involved in everything here. And they had kind of talked about that. So we were like, all right, we got to, you know, get these, you know, get you guys on as a guest. I, mean, I, I didn't even realize we had a book at the time. Uh, you know, I, was, I think people are just intrigued by BDSM in general. You know what I mean? Um, so kind of like, if you don't mind, give us a little bit of, you know, I guess your background. Um, and, and we'll kind of go from there, I guess. But like, how did you come up with, with this concept? Was it something that from uh, like a, a young age, whatever you were kind of into? Like, explain to me how somebody is not only into the, the BDSM, which I will admit I don't necessarily understand, but so into it that, you, I mean, I see the size of that novel. It's it a it's a big book, and you have a whole series to be so enthralled into it that you're now going to write about it.
2: So I have been writing for basically as long as I've been able to hold a pencil, um, and I have never had the follow-through to finish any of the stories that I've written But as I got older and I started reading more, I mean, let's be honest, it's smut. Um, As I've been reading more spicy fiction, as they are calling it now, um, I wasn't seeing a whole lot of like traditional BDSM or traditional dominance and submission being present in any of the literature that I was reading okay. and being someone who practices uh, in a very traditional manner, I wanted to bring something into the fold that was going to be more reflective of uh, my experience and my dynamic.
0: Okay. So like, can, can you explain, like, I'm just talking to yourself. If you're, if you were talking to yourself, and you were trying to explain to yourself, what was it about the BDSM lifestyle that like, even going back to your child, whatever it was like, what, initially, like, kind of drew you to that? Like, it's always something small. Like, I, I can think of things when I was a kid. I, you would see a cartoon. It was like, it was something weird about it. Like, for some reason, it was like, wow, I, I, that does something. And you don't even understand what it was. So, you know, for you to, again, and to be so, you know, into into that alternative type lifestyle, which I think is great. I think it's awesome. But can you think back of a time when you were like, okay, what initially got me Into this and then I want to know like You had like everybody always does Like what the fuck's wrong with me then I'm thinking this is hot Like so seriously kind of get into that
2: Um so I Was very lucky to have most of my female role models were stay at home wives and they did the cooking and the cleaning. And there was a lot of structure to my households and a lot of structure to the way that my families function, both on my mom's side and on my dad's side. And I became someone who functions very well under very rigid structure. Okay. I want to know exactly what's going on, I want to know exactly when. Now, I didn't get into the BDSM lifestyle or really even researching it, thinking about it until I was already graduated and out of high school. So what
0: was your first experience with it that that, that intrigued you? Did you search it out or did you just see it?
2: So before I the... Before I started dating my husband, I was on Tinder or Bumble or one of those things. And I went on a single date with a guy and he was super nice and I really liked him and things were going well. And then he dropped me off at home and he sent me a text and he was like, hey, um, I'm going to need you to measure your neck because the next time I see you, I will have a handcrafted leather collar for you to be wearing.
0: Okay. Again, that's either a Ted Bundy scenario
2: (laughs) (laughs) or like... I mean
0: that did that did freak, freak you out at all to get that? I never, did, okay, I never you know, saw him again. I never saw him again. No, not. no, 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 like, no. This is not become no. my husband. Like, we don't we know, well, know
1: each other well. But well, I was yeah, wondering, like, like, like well.
0: But but okay, but, so what did you do that you then thought about it and it, the, go ahead. I'm sorry I didn't mean to be interrupted. I'm like, "Holy shit, that's just, <laughs> that's very forward that guy can say that." He,
2: it was it was very <laughs> forward. Um but of course, you know, I have this little freak out moment. I'm like, "I don't really know what you're talking about." That's what got me interested in learning about it. And the more I learned, the more more interested. Even now, I have been studying BDSM, traditional relationship dynamics and dominance and submission for almost as long as my husband and I have been together. We've been together for almost seven years. We have been a practicing couple for almost five.
0: Okay, so that's very interesting. So initially, as it scared the shit out of you, okay? Obviously. But... You it, like you were in the already kind of like the way you described it. You had your husband, and this was a, a just a date with somebody else. So you already kind of in the lifestyle.
2: No, no, this okay. I I went out with him before my husband and I started. So you were already even a part
0: of the lifestyle. Or anything? No,
2: no, okay. we were not a couple. My husband and I were, <laughs> so not, we're not together. This guy breaks you as- I want to measure your neck. Yes. Yes. Okay. And like he had kind of hinted along the way, like as you're talking and getting to know people online or whatever, he had like sprinkled in a handful of things like, oh, I really like a traditional woman. And oh, I'm really interested in like being the head of the household and okay. stuff like that, which wow. wasn't weird to me because that was kind of what I grew up in. And that's how my parents operated. Right. But for him to then, you know, one date and he was like, boom, this is what it is. Yeah.
3: Wow! Yeah, that's, that's very much. <laughs> well, now I want to before we get too far here. I, I, I'm, if you haven't noticed, very much about understanding words. Right. You know, because I think uh, too many people have gotten comfortable with using words that they don't actually understand the meaning right. of. Them. Now, this I found interesting because I did find this the other day, and I wanted to I wanted to show you this, but I never knew this before. Right. But BDSM. The B and the D is bondage and discipline. Right, and that's sadomasochism, the D right? and the S yeah. is oh, okay. dominance and submission. And then the S and the M is sadism, masochism, which I'm not entirely clear on what masochism. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. We'll see that. Yeah. Right? yeah,
0: yeah. And I, I, hate to, I hate to make this correlation. Okay. Okay. Um, because I am into serial killers, <laughs> I, 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 I think but, you've been watching too many. Too well, much. I always had, listen. Everything, but it, I've seen, again, I don't know where BDS thinks. I, I blame my mother. It was my mother. <laughs> I, I, again, stranger beside me was it? I was all the, everything about Ramirez and Bundy and all that stuff. I grew up on it, so I, I know what you know, sadism is, and and, and sadism is because a lot of these people they they are right. truly sadists. You know, now, I'm not saying everybody not everybody's a psycho, obviously. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm like. I, I, I guess I'm curious as to, this dude, you meet this guy. Did the date
2: go well? Was the a date kiss? went great.
0: Was there a kiss at the end of the night? There was a kiss
2: at the end of the night. I was really excited. To okay, like did it go anywhere else? Hand. No. Okay. Uh, no, he dropped me off. He was a perfect gentleman, walked me in the door, gave me a cute little kiss, okay. and like, sent me on my way, got in his car, and left. And then, like, two hours later, I get this text message, I can't wait to see you again. Please measure your neck. Like, it, it was like from zero to a hundred as fast as I could blink. Okay, She's so like, that's like a fourth date. Mean, we, we, had, we had the cute <laughs> little uh,
3: you know, getting engaged on yeah. the first date story. This is like a whole nother <laughs> one. <laughs> I, I, I,
1: I, I, I mean,
3: I guess it's essentially the same thing, really. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you put a collar <laughs> on it. <you laughs> put a color on it like.
1: Wait, listen. If it wasn't for that guy,
0: you, you might not have a novel right now. You might right, not. Right. Right. So okay. So instead of that scaring the absolute shit out of you, you were you had to be so instantly intrigued kind of take me through that process I think
2: I had always had a really um, like healthy and open relationship with my mom we always had an open line of communication were you were
0: you sexually active at that time did you have many partners like what was your I what was your go-to when asked if you were masturbating was it towards that I guess?
2: Not even nothing close. like that, no, nothing like that. Um, but because I had such an open line of communication with my mom, sex was always a conversation, it was okay. ongoing, ever evolving, and it was, you know. You touch on things that kind of lead to more exploration independently. Okay. And um, I've always kind of liked a lot of the fringe things. When I was in middle school, I printed out like a bunch of papers on the different kinds of like drugs that are available on the street because I was writing a totally separate book. Like just (laughs) I've always really been into like fringe lifestyle and, and, Exploring those pieces of humanity And what makes people tick um, And I don't know what it was I don't know if it was just that This guy, he he was He was so nice, he was the perfect gentleman And for me to be so excited for To see him again and him to just hit me With this out of left field comment I guess that's kind of What initially sparked Like the curiosity for me
0: Right, so it didn't initially scare you
2: Um
0: uh, now i don't mean initially of course when you get that you're like
2: what the fuck? i was like i'm never gonna see this guy again but why did he say that right, that's okay. kind of the yeah, thing't come off like a creep or something
1: like that where you're like right. well, okay and it just totally turned you off he was a sweet guy so you're like okay but why the, right how does this how does this right. together what's going on
2: right
0: so you you did some research on it right um it, it, as you were doing the research obviously you you felt that it, it like kind of you know, take us through that. Then it Initially, it was intrigued, but then you kind of felt like it turned you on or something you want to try. And and then how did you eventually get into actually trying it? And how did you even? there's a lot of people out there listening that are going to be like, listen, I'm interested in this, you oh. know, and they don't. I mean, how do you like this guy, for example? OK, I if he would have known the means to go about finding somebody who would be into this. Yeah. You know. It obviously would have come. It, you you would have known what you were getting into, and he would have if whatever. So for somebody who is into, into into these things or this alternative whatever, I don't even know what you call them alternative lifestyles, lifestyle. I guess or whatever.
3: Well, like we talked before, the lifestyle has a, yeah. it's a big umbrella. Right. Now. So this is BDSM is one of those things that fall under that yeah. umbrella. Yeah. You know. Well, so. and I think. And I think even gay, lesbian, trans, they can all be in yeah. BDSM. Right. So well, I'm sure they can, yeah. Well, know, I think this I mean, is a
1: good time to remind, you know, even the listeners, too. We're actually going to have her partner coming on here, possibly the next episode. Yeah. I, was, uh, was, I thought he was
0: going to be here today. I was like, I, I want to see you get, like, I want to see you yeah. get just whipped up and stuff. So I'm we like, get to really be great audio. To
1: both, like, why yeah. did they get oh, yeah, into I think together, the episode, like, everything. Yeah. Well, it's we're gonna going to continue be... on this for a little bit,
0: because I,
3: I do. I have a lot of questions, and I, I do. I want to understand the terms and the definitions. yeah, you, yeah. I mean,
0: you're not into this really, are you? I
3: mean, No, it's never really been our thing. You know, that's what I was telling you before. And this is why, you know, I wanted to invite a couple on that does have a deeper understanding yeah. of it, that has done the research, you know, because I, you know, I'm sitting here looking at definitions online and stuff, and <laughs> yeah, it's right. like, okay, so you've got, you know, sadism, masochism. Sadism likes to give hurt and masochism likes to receive hurt. Right, but yeah. then what is sadomachism like? Why you yeah. know i've yeah. seen it kind of said different ways so i i have questions but you know? i can't yeah. say i'm
1: I, you know i'm in kind of intrigued on certain things so i have let them take me down and um you know have the flogger uh, take the vlogger <laughs> to me because i trusted them i well, not you got to okay. test the waters and that's yeah. what this yeah, style
3: is about is trying something of course yeah. yeah
1: i knew they were not going to push me past a level that i couldn't go okay and i knew that they were watching me to see okay i she can't take that pain we'll back off right. instead of just being like mm-hmm, let's just keep on seeing you know you got to know the person that's doing it. you got to trust the person that's doing it and i trust them to where i was like okay you know what i'm kind of intrigued take me down to do this there you go and um so i love that and i absolutely loved reading her book about it I, was got, like, I mean oh my was, i
0: i want to get into because you read the book and i i, I absolutely want to get into that uh, your initial you know thoughts of it like just i, I guess you know what what it triggered in your head perhaps or whatever um so um going back to Gigi myers um you were in, like the guy sends that text you're into it kind of it, it intrigues you enough to look into it or whatever so you start looking into it at what point are you like um man i really dig this like I I, like dig it to the point where you you want to incorporate it into your life into
2: so I didn't bring it up to my husband until we had already been been together for two years and
0: that your husband is after you met this guy yes okay yes
2: um and I had just I had done enough of my own personal research and I spent a lot of time reflecting on it that I was like I think this is something that we maybe possibly could explore Maybe. Okay. Like very timid about it. Very was your
0: was your sex before that kind of vanilla? In a way, like uh, there was no. I mean, were you ever into hair hair pulling, choking?
2: It definitely like wasn't that? vanilla. Okay. All right. It wasn't vanilla. So you
0: were already kind of freaky a little bit. Yeah. Stuff. Okay. Like yeah. I'm saying, the hair pulling, the choking, kind of stuff, like right, right. being demeaned a little bit, perhaps. Little bit. Okay. Like, whatever. So you already kind of had a thing for for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Now, where did you do it? Like, where did you? Like, like first again. I'm always curious as to what initially made, like, made you say to a guy, "I want you to choke me, I want you to pull my hair, I want you to, you know, call me a slut, I want you to whatever." Like that. Which, like, what initially drew you to that?
2: Um, to be honest with you, I think what got me initially into like the actual sex side of it, and even as like introduction into sadomasochism. Um, As a whole was very much more so at 27 years old, I'm a part of general I'm the eldest, you know, of the Gen Z and millennials were very forward and progressive about sex and what they wanted and following in those footsteps, there was. I think kind of an expectation that those were pieces of sex as it stood. So it was not weird for me the first time someone decided they wanted to choke me or the first time they pulled my hair. So did they
0: want to do it first or you asked them to do it?
2: No, it it was something that they, I mean, obviously they're like, I'm really interested. I'd like to choke you or whatever. And then it happened and it was something that I really enjoyed. And then it was snowballed from there. Okay. All right.
0: Interesting. So obviously this goes into a, a completely different realm of now there's whips there's change there's this that how do you make the transition into all of that and again how do you research it how you know how how do you talk about your partner about incorporating this
2: um i i just took him aside one day and i was like look i've been reading and this is kind of how i feel about it like one of the things that's really, really prevalent in dominance and submission, um, especially when you're looking at like the traditional style of DS, which is what we, we practice.
0: Explain that, DS.
2: Um, DS is just the short slat, D slash oh, S. Right, it's just right, the shorthand right. for dominance and submission. Okay. Um, but when you practice traditionally like we do, it is very much based on an understanding of each other and how much you trust each other.
0: Okay.
2: And I trusted him to make good decisions for us as a couple for the way that our household functions and something about him being able to do that that turned all the christmas lights on in my head that was the moment (laughs) where i finally finally gave in and i was like okay that's sexy that i'm into that that opportunity to just let go and let my husband do what he's gonna do i have heard that see that was i was
0: very uh, I, I'm not I don't everybody's going to make the correlation between Fifty Shades and this and I don't want to do that because it's they're two separate things and I'm not I, I feel it would demean what you're trying to do just because that was kind of the first of whatever so I'm not trying to do that but when that became through through a guy's perspective when that became a thing and we all like we didn't know guys didn't know about the books yeah. all right we guys didn't know about the books then this movie shit is coming out and every guy is looking at their girl going And every girl's like, fuck, yeah, I'm into that. And that is exactly what, like, I've interviewed uh, so many women who were like, they they were slaves. They called themselves slaves. They called themselves whatever it was. And that's exactly what they said. You handle it. You handle the shit. You do whatever you handle it. And I'll be happy to be the submissive. I'll be happy. I don't understand that. Like, I, I, I guess I like it to me. It sounds like is that and not to put it down because I'm not I'm not trying to judge, but is that irresponsibility? It's like, all right, fucking I don't want to handle shit. You handle it like so you just don't handle shit like I explain that.
2: So in every other part of my life,
0: and please, I see you shaking your head. So I want your take on this, too. Absolutely.
2: In every other part of my life, I am constantly making decisions. I make every small decision about our household. OK. So all day, every day I'm making micro decisions. I'm deciding what we eat, when we eat, what are the kids doing? Where, you know, do we go to your grandparents house or my grandparents house? What what gets cleaned? When I'm making all of the decisions for us on a day to day basis. And that builds up a lot of stress, especially I, I've been very lucky to be able to depend on him for an income I haven't been working. Um, And. I couldn't imagine what that's like to live with underneath of the stress of a job. And all of that stress compounds on top of each other. Right. And then you get into these big decisions and you're like, um, like when we first made the decision to join the lifestyle, I went to him. I was like, these, here are your options. You make the decision on whether or not we want to go because I trust you to make good decisions. Okay. And he said, I want to go. And that was something that I did not have to choose. I didn't have to take on the stress of him being disappointed in my decision. But you
0: didn't have any thoughts about it initially?
2: I mean, I did. Of course I did. I went to him. I was like, this is something that I'm interested in. These are the options that we have. We can go. We can go to this one. We can go to Cleveland. We can go at this time. The body shop in Canton was open. So these are all the different places that we can go. Do you want to go and try it? And he was the one that ultimately made the decision that, yes, we were going to go. And there was a part of me, especially as a neurodivergent person who is very anxious, who gets very nervous, you know, to be able to know that he's going to hold me accountable because I came to him. I said, I wanted this, but you get to make the decision on whether or not we go in the moment when we showed up, we sat in the car in front of the body shop for 20 minutes. I said, turn around, take me back home. He goes, absolutely not. You're going in the building and to hold me accountable to myself.
3: It's funny because a lot of people do that. Mm -hmm. They get they get to the parking lot and then they start having (laughs) second thoughts and then they they run. And some of them never actually make it in the door.
2: But I
1: actually hear that a lot from, you know, women that are in that part of the lifestyle that they're like, you know, submissive have a lot of power. Don't ever think the submissive does not have the power. I think that's the the actually I think they have all the power they have for power yeah. people don't see you know that. what you guys should argue in a
0: second because i saw your
1: face but, i can't i want to see Ellen well, argue that that. For the next podcast most of ahead. them are women of power <laughs> That's right leaders at their jobs at home their kids come to them to make decisions their husbands are like what are we eating for dinner now i have a great husband who helps out with dinners like that i can't complain about that but it, they're where are we going on vacation okay did you book the flight did you book the hotel like they have to do so much and they overthink everything because that's just kind of what they've done. Like me, you know, at work, I'm the boss. I have to decide everything for them. The kids will come to me and be like, hey, da, 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 and I'm like, why don't you go to your dad? It's just like, I don't know. I think it's with the kids. They just automatically go to the, the mom a lot of times. And they're like, oh, okay. You know, and then they'll finally go to him. But we then the make mom so many the dad and says, You know, you got a
0: father. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's very much that mentality. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. you are also an active participant in this relationship. Yeah but, I
3: okay. yeah, yeah, but what's different in our dynamic is, is you know, it's the same thing. You know, she goes to work, she's the boss. I go to work, I'm the boss. Yeah. We come here, we're both the boss. Right. And then we carry so much of a load ourselves that it's, you know... It's hard for either one of us to actually take the dominant role exactly. because we're both. In so that's the power where I can rely on her time, husband so. and be
1: like, okay, I, I kind of, I'm interested in this. Help me get me out of my head. I want somebody else to make the decision, but I'm not powerless because if I tell him, you know, and like even in her book, she goes to the different colors. So if I'm telling him that it's a red, he's going to stop. Like okay. I, mean, I can make him stop. I'm not completely, I actually do have power in that and he can see. Yes, he has control. Yes, he's the one doing stuff to me, but I'm not hands tied in just this, no, innocent, you know, not. like this helpless person. And right. I think that's what some people do think about. And I don't think you would ever think of yourself as a helpless person as a sub, no, would you?
2: absolutely not. Absolutely not. Every submissive that I've ever met, regardless of whether they practice traditional or they practice new generation, it's always women who are very, uh, capable, they're they're very capable of running their own lives and making their own decisions, but having a partner who's going to hold them accountable for the decisions that they make, or to help them make decisions, make the choices that they don't want to.
0: Every time I've held a woman right? accountable, yeah. I, okay, now I, I get I get her for a now, calls you me terrible said names. new
3: generation and old generation. I'm I'm not clear on
2: so I don't know exactly like linear, right? Like you've got two separate lifestyles underneath the. I actually think I might have an
0: answer for that, but I want you to go, yes.
2: People who practice traditional DS is when you think of dominant and submissive or you think of master-slave as like kinky, fetishy, leather, whips and chains and stuff, that's typically traditional yes sir no sir you call people it is sir whatever or master whatever or they call them slave whatever all right right and it it is very much focused on structure protocol they have rituals they have specific rules that get followed okay
3: I'm a little familiar
2: okay now you have they call it the new generation so tng is the abbreviation i tend to what does it stand for the new generation oh, this, ah, i get it <laughs> he's like way. Way. i wait she no, said, sh- I, she said it, I thought
0: there was a thing she goes tng is the new generation i my dad go ahead sorry
2: i have a tendency <laughs> to think of tng as post 50 shades i don't know
0: why everything has to have an abbreviation
1: okay. go ahead
2: so so after Fifty Shades of Grey came out and we ha- you had like that big, massive wave and everyone was reading it and everybody was interested in BDSM and dominance and submission, you get a lot of almost overuse of the words and they tend to lose their meaning. And this
3: is what I was talking about earlier. Right. We're, we're so, getting accustomed to using words without actually, actually knowing, knowing the real meaning. right? Yeah.
2: And there, so in some forums, especially like on Facebook or on Reddit, you see people who are talking about, like, um, like uh, self-collaring submissives who don't have dominant partners, but they still wear a collar to symbolize them as being a part of the lifestyle. Whereas in traditional DS, you don't get a collar until that dominant is ready to take you on and be committed to you. It's like an engagement ring.
3: So, so like, this new influx that we're seeing at the clubs, because it's becoming a lot more prevalent very much prevalent in most of the clubs now and that's more of the new age
2: it can be i think because we started even my husband and i started as part of tng it was but that's because that's what was accessible everything is on the internet and when you search bdsm or you search dominance and submission you get a lot of bloggers and and first person accounts of the way that things work and it just it's lost some of its rigidity, and some of the depth in meaning. So and that's something that I really wanted to touch on. And part of the reason why I wrote my book, I when I sat down to write it, I didn't anticipate for it to ever be published, it was not something I ever meant to finish. But as I got to the end of it, I, I really wanted to focus on just the it, when you're practicing traditional dominance and submission, that's a relationship that's almost gets held sacred. That's when you're in that mindset. Right. That is almost like like a holy spiritual place to be with your dominant. That there's a lot of trust and a lot of vulnerability on both sides of the slash on dominance and submission.
0: You're a great speaker. Thank but, you. Yeah, go ahead. Keep going. I just want to tell you you're a great speaker.
2: But I really wanted this to stand out from all of the other books because there's so many books there's so many books that have or they market themselves as ds or bdsm and it's very that's fast and it is whips and chains and it is shut up bitch or i'll make you shut up or put a ball gag in her mouth or fuck her till she bleeds and like that in racist. and of itself that is not that it is not an realistic. accurate it re- doesn't no seem
1: like real like you're reading these books and you're like oh I really want to get into this book and then you're reading it and you're going and even for me who's not into the stuff but has been around the people in it and I'm All just right. like Mm-mm, nope uh uh-uh, hold on to where yours of course I was reading I was like okay thank you somebody that actually is writing realistically about this and how it does and it's more of it's a love story it's a it's a bond it's a connection it's just not you said ball game then whips and let's like
2: well and i don't want to like i don't want to downplay the rest of the books on the field right those books are great and they are popular for a reason and people really yeah, enjoy who cares?
0: Them. this is your book that, that's, that, that's
3: so you're falling somewhere between the this extreme purveyance of it and you know the the washed out uh what's the Dorian Gray or whatever. The
1: Christian Gray. <laughs> Christian. <laughs> like I'm like Dorian. I'm showing my age. Here. Dorian. <laughs> like wow. oh, <laughs> I thought
0: you were like, going with Dorian Thompson from the Browns oh, no. or Dorian Gray
3: <laughs> from the, you know, the, the painting and the, you know, the British. Right. Well, yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm showing my
0: age here. Put it. <laughs> it's interesting. It really is. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I, I wanted to, like, the reason I, I told Al to grab the book request, I just wanted to plug it again. It said, uh, you know, in the shadow of sapphires, but I read the top and. Okay, everybody listen to this, because I think this is so fascinating, and I want you to explain this. Where does this come from? Because it might be one of the greatest phrases I've ever read. Okay. All is fair in love and war, even when waged in whispers. I'm not kidding, and everybody can look. I got goosebumps when I read that. That, to me, is so profound that I need you to explain that. And it's not a joke. That is – I read them like – who, how do you come up with that? Because that is genius. And I don't even necessarily know what it means, but I can tell you it, it's just genius.
2: So you have the two main characters. You have Evelyn. She's your female main character. And then you have um, Lucas, and he's the male main character. And the, the bad guy, big quotes around bad guy, his name is Stephen, And Stephen and Lucas are both vying to have Evelyn, to be able to take her on as the submissive, as their submissive. And so where Lucas is, is um, like dedicated to understanding who she is as a person, experiencing her depth and what she brings to the table. Steven is very surface level about his understanding of what dominance and submission is and what his expectations are for his submission or submissive. And he projects that onto Evelyn. And so that quote comes from a scene um, between the two of them where they're kind of making like like thinly veiled jabs at each other. It's a one-on-one conversation between the two of them. Um, and behind the scenes, you have Steven working within like the politics of the secret society, which is the Sapphire Society. Wow. And that's kind of what it means where Lucas is spending a lot of time with Evelyn and developing their connection behind the scenes. There's other things working and they may not be all out brawl all out fist fighting each other over her, but it is still very intense. The kind of competition that's there. It's just very, very quiet. Wow very interesting
1: and now you are going to write further about steven the bad guy I, uh, later yes, on yes. I'm, I'm really hoping he just like what is your learns the ways and he just because i always hope the best of everybody so i'm like could he just but i'm like okay sometimes bad guys are just bad i, I, wanted guys, to I your, really want to hear the way
0: you're talking about the book man i wanted to get your, your i mean i want to get your interpretation of it like what what were your thoughts of it um i couldn't put it, it do? down really okay even
1: if i wouldn't have known her as the author of it i wouldn't have been able to put this down because i really felt like even with me being kind of intrigued in it i learned stuff in the book that i hadn't known before i saw stuff that i had kind of saw but maybe didn't understand it helped me understand it and i just love the whole connection like I said the realistic of the fact that it was okay here it is and it's not just yeah it's still you know On a spicy thing but it's not just like wow okay there's just this is i'm just reading smut the whole time and that's all like the whole thing there was depth to this book there is you know characters um That are in there that I I was asking her earlier. I was like, okay, well, you know, are these ones gonna be in in the future book? And are these ones gonna be in the future book? Um, So, like, there's a couple of characters I was asking her about earlier. And I was like, I wanna know these next books, are they gonna have them? I wanna hear their story. I want you to go back to these guys and tell me the story that were, you know, this one couple that is so prominent in them and kind of the leaders of it. Mm I'm like, can we go back and hear their story of how they became now? Because I'm invested in these people. And so there's spin-offs
0: of all of this. Like there's there's character development that could go into their past and everything else. there's a whole
1: yeah. and I wow. mean, she has this one part in here. And it's did you say it or I'd like to hear it. It is it's wrote like a poem. I mean, and I think a lot of people just get to this part and we're just like, wow. And it's kind of it opens your eyes because you're like, yes, yeah. The whole time you're, you're just like, Yes, this is yeah, somebody understands it. Somebody okay. understands this.
0: Do you have it? Can you read it? Do you know where it is? I have,
1: I, I can't read it as good as her. She wrote it. it. She'd oh, no. probably read I'm it saying a little
0: better. It's I would like I'd like to, to I guess to give us a little bit of a go uh, Before
3: on. she does that. I, I, I do have a question. And I, it's just a thought that came into my head. I mean, I'm sure we can elaborate on it later, elaborate on it later. Um <laughs> you were saying that as he was making a connection with the girl, then in the background, there's other connections going on. It would, I would actually be curious on you guys' take on, you know, do you see that happening like in the club, you know, like to where somebody's trying to make a connection with somebody, but then at the same time, somebody else is trying to make a connection with that somebody. You see where I'm kind of going with that to where sometimes there's, there is actually, I think, in a lot of the club environments and even in the lifestyle itself, that it is almost a game of whispers.
1: There are some. I mean, we do have the lifestyle stuff. That most of the clubs do have singles that come into it. Um, you do have couples that are looking for part, you know, a thirds like that. So you're always going to have that little bit of.
3: Which means now you're going to have to write another book called Game of Whispers. Game of Whispers.
1: I heard something a while
0: ago, and I, I want you to read this, but. As you were explaining that, and again, I'm not really into this, but I, I do listen to other podcasts and stuff. And There was a podcast that I heard that I was on a long time ago, and it was called Sex Stories. It was a lot about BDSM. They had this person on and the way she explained it was so interesting. It was all females talking, and I'm very intrigued. I, I want to learn females because I'm a guy, and it's like I feel that that should be my mission is to learn females because life would be so much easier if I did. And she was talking about being a submissive. Kind of the story, I guess, that I have not read the book, but like two guys. She was a submissive to kind of both of them, but she never she was with one one day one the other day. And it was whatever. One time she was with both of them. And she said it blew her mind because one guy's telling her, you got to do this. The other guy's going, you have to do this. And she said it was so Again, I, 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 I can't imagine the words. I'm not into, but it was—it was just almost—it was—it was—it ter- was almost like what would be the word? Like if, if you're watching a an action scene or something, it, it was like, like maybe intimidating, or it, it was so crazy in her head that she was whatever. And she said it fucking blew her mind, and just—I mean, like, again explode whatever. To have a great orgasm, just uh, the way she explained it, that was like. You're, it, it's stressful. It's whatever. But she said it was just like wow, kind of thing. Like, does that make any sense to you? Is that something that like you, you like I, I'm not saying that's part of your book or whatever. But as you kind of said that, it kind
1: of you think like a sensory overload, kind of like that's a great yeah. word. That's a It yeah.
0: was. It was just. But again, as a guy, and I'm listening to three females talk about this thing, I'm like, and I'm, I'm like, if you're that girl and it's going through, I was trying to understand what it was that made that so. Just mind blowing, you know, kind of for her, I guess. Um, I, 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 but I there know, are makes... times,
1: you know, even with, you know, her husband with the vlogger, she's in front of me. So there's more things going on. So you're sometimes you might be sensory overload to a, a great part. I mean, sure, there's sensory overload where you're like, okay, stop, that's too much. Right. Um, I'm sure people can get to that point too. But sometimes it's you need that little extra to help get you out of your head, to have that where you're like, I'm not thinking, I'm not, I don't have to worry yeah. about this. Other people's got me and I just can just feel, just yes, feel so everything.
2: Yeah.
0: Do you have that, the, the part that uh, Amanda was talking about in the book? Yeah, so, let, let, let okay. Me this in your voice. Go so ahead. So <laughs> the
2: poem uh, that's in my book is actually a poem that I wrote not for the book. Um, I wrote, in the Shadow of Sapphires in August is when I started writing it. Okay. Um, the actual poem is called Strawberry Supermoon Sex. And I wrote it July 15th of 2022 before okay. we did oh, wow. started the podcast. You had brought it up and I was like, that's in my Google Doc somewhere. I wonder when I wow. actually wrote
0: that. Yeah, I see you go through your phone. That's that's, that's wild. And that yeah. made such an impact on you that you brought that up,
1: Amanda. Oh yeah, and not just me. Like I've heard other people because I don't care if you're if you're not even into the BDS and stuff like that. This book is one even if you're just curious about the lifestyle it's a really good book and some so some people that aren't into that have read it and they said even though they're like that did you read that poem that like that part and they're right and i was like yes i did and i was like it, it just sticks out it's it's amazing okay i, I
0: want to hear this i want to hear what your emotions are when you heard it like what, what it was all about like...
2: someone once asked me what's your favorite kind of sex i looked at them confused and they said bed sex couch sex car sex and i said It's complicated because to me, the best sex is red sex, not some candy apple red sex, but that black cherry dripping with ecstasy leaves unforgettable taste in my mouth. Sex, slow and steady sex, pull the hair at the nape of my neck, press me into his chest sex, orgasm into cathartic tears, sex, primal tantric sex, tapping into something ancient sex that transcend my body and fuck my higher self sex. Toe the line between fantasy and reality, sex. Quiet, because how can one articulate the sounds of angels' wings beating in my chest, sex. Loud, because I can hear my desire echoing off the bedroom walls, sex. Once every super strawberry supermoon in July, kind of sex. Cartographer charting every contour of my cunt, kind of sex growl like I'm possessed kind of sex maybe I am possessed kind of sex that collapse into me when he's finished kind of sex that hold me while I cry kind of sex I cry because there's nowhere else for the overwhelm to go kind of sex and every time he moons I'm every time he moves I moan kind of sex even after he's done kind of sex there's no words in the English vernacular to describe this kind of sex so I just say it's complicated.
1: Oh, my God. Yes. See? Oh, my God. Like, I had to reread it, like, reread it over. And I'm just like, oh, wow. Okay.
0: How, how did you come up with it?
2: Um, it was actually very innocent, I guess. So... One of the Facebook groups that I'm in, they post like questions and memes and stuff and they posted a picture and it was the, that was the question, what is your favorite kind of sex? And it was like bed sex, car sex, kitchen sex, you know, bending over sure the in table. So tune with yourself. And I was like I I don't know how to I can't give you an answer because there is no specific, I like I know you're asking me for like some surface level like whatever, but that's not that's not what I want, that's not what I you know, that's not my favorite. This is my favorite. That depth of connection and, like, lose myself in the moment. That's my favorite.
0: Oh, my God. That is. <laughs> I think everybody, like. Has that feeling in their head. See, the reason people write, we'll, we'll say bed sex for number six, because they don't know how to articulate it. The fact that you can articulate it like that and be so in tune with yourself as like, I I was admiring the vernacular of that because I, I have a thing for words, I guess. Uh, I don't know if you've ever watched um, Californication, if you ever did or whatever with one of my favorite shows, my favorite, show but it's just, I have a thing for words. I, it's just kind of who I am a little bit with that. And the fact that you were able to articulate something that, People would just say that was just good sex, or that was amazing, or it was whatever. Like, how many times have I been? Well, how was it? It was. I I, I can't describe it. I don't, I, again, I like. Was there? I I assume that's a, a culmination of many experiences that you had, or whatever. I, I, was there one that particularly stood out to create that? I I doubt it was. It's probably a dumb um. question, but.
2: I don't think there was just one. God,
0: it's an amazing thing. Like, okay, were you? uh, I'm being serious. I'm not trying to be perverted about. Were you turned on when you read that? Because I'm being honest. As you were
1: reading that, I was like getting a little turned on. Oh, talk about the goosebumps! Like, yeah. yeah, like I, like said, I read it a couple times just because I was like, okay, wait a second here. Like, thank you, holy crap, thank you because I hate when people ask that, and I'm just like, uh, like, how do I really answer this? And I'm just reading this going. Yes. Okay. Yes. This wow. is it. This is here. This is like I got the chills. And it I... sounds so as
0: sexy and innocent, and, and, and I, I, but just as genuine as it was. But then to say like, "fuck cunt," just the, the word. But they're used in a way that's like, like you could just tell, it's wow. I, that's an amazing. Like I like I said, I have not read the book at all, but I, I could tell you through a few things that I was reading as I was hearing you saying that. I'm like, you 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 have a way of describing things that is very um, I would say it's it's not like anything that I've heard in all reality i, I it's very descriptive but very the, the proper term Just how you did it I don't know well,
2: Thank
0: you I, I'm trying to kiss your ass Not in a bad way But I don't know how the, I, Words can't describe yeah. Just how amazing I feel that that was And I I just when, when somebody comes up with that I'm always so Somebody could draw And I'm like Anything that I can't do But it like has a, a meaning to people Or whatever I'm, I'm I'm very Interested in it I admire it more than anything I admire literature I admire you know, a painting, drawing or whatever. The fact that you were able to put that much emotion into that, you realize people can't do that. I, I like I'm not trying to like I I hope you get it. I'm not trying to whatever. I hope you understand that. People can't do that. What you did, people can't do. And I get it just comes to you. Like people say all the time, well, you know, certain things just come to people and they're able to do it. And they can't explain why they can't. Yeah. But wow, did you put something into words that Anybody who's had that kind of sex that you were just talking about, that is the definition of it. I find it amazing you were able to do that.
2: Thank you.
1: She has, I mean, this book is so well written from the beginning to the end. I was telling her, like, even in the beginning before it gets into this stuff, um you know the main character there she stops and i was i told her i was like i loved it she has this little place called the the watering hole that she stops at and she puts in the book that the bar itself is private tucked back inside a small mass of pine trees on an all but forgotten road there's a small sign at the mouth of the driveway but if you're not looking for it you'll blink and it's gone hidden in secrecy it offers escape for those in the know a retreat where they can unwind and let loose. And I'm like, I feel like almost everybody knows that one little place that's, yeah. that's like that for them. And I'm like- And that's what we try to build clicked. here. Yeah, for us, that's here. And I was like, wow. right there, I felt connected to the book instantly. And I'm like, okay, let's just keep on reading. And I, like I said, I couldn't put it down from that moment on. And that's like what, page three, <laughs> page wow. three. And I was like, okay. It's it's the whole book is written like that. The whole book is written so well and just helps you connect to the people in it that amazing.
3: And these guys are a little younger than us and we love finding awesome people like like them to come into the club and, you know, show character and promise and devotion and a love for their not only their craft, but for the lifestyle itself. And this is the people that we want to surround ourselves with. This is what we built hey, look, this, this girl cat. That's one in a
0: million. I, you're yeah. not going to give oh, any of that. I, I, I can't believe you live in this area. I'm like, are, well, I'm, this like, is I'm what not interviewing you in like, you know, Santa Barbara somewhere. I mean, you got to be kidding me. I think so, most of the people that come
3: wow. to the lifestyle are looking for that escape. They're looking for that fantasy. They're looking well, absolutely for they are. that place to where those, those inner talents, those inner things can actually come out and shine. And that's, and I, I think you could probably touch on that or elaborate on it a little more than I can because you would have a little bit better understanding of, especially now with the BDSM becoming so prevalent within the lifestyle that, you know, the the, the BDSM community now being very much more in the clubs, you know, you guys being new to the clubs relatively. Yeah. You know.
2: Um, I think that for us being able to come to a club where – Like, yes, we function in our dynamic and we have our protocol and the way that we run our household. But to be out in public, to be with our friends in a space that is not just accepting, but is conducive to the lifestyle that we live is really, really important. Because like, what are we going to do? We're going to go to a vanilla bar, find another set of People who also practice traditional DS, like, I'm not going to wear a collar and a leash to a vanilla bar. We <laughs> tried that once. It did not go well. <laughs> like, like, it just, to, right. So to be able to have space to cultivate so a community funny. with both people who are practicing BDSM, people who are swingers, people who are just voyeurs, or they're exclusively exhibitionists, and they go downstairs and they put on a show, and that's the extent of their involvement. Everybody here has a fantasy. Everybody here has something that they're trying to or they want to explore or something they enjoy that's out of the ordinary and this is just a place where we can all come and and kind of like mesh together. Nobody is judging. Nobody is, you know, like there before we go downstairs and before we go into the red room, when we come in outside uh when we come in from the patio, I stand next to the trash can in between the locker room, and the stairs. That's because that's where I have been told to wait. He doesn't tell me that when we get here. That is pre-established protocol. And But nobody's going to say anything to me. Nobody's going to be like, oh, you can go downstairs. Like, it's fine. He'll catch up or whatever. He wants to go to the bar. He wants to get our bag, go to the bar, set our bag down, go to the bathroom, go back to the bar. It doesn't matter. I'm going to be there because that's – and this is an open space, a public place for us to be able to engage in that kind of play.
0: Yeah. See, this is why I – I I don't think I could be your husband or, I, I, again, people that I've talked to about that. As you're saying that, I'm, I'm not trying to it's take away. I feel it's demeaning. Like in my head, I am not, I am the kind, I really am very, like, we're equals, we're whatever. It's not a superior thing. So, it's, like I said, it's, it's your thing. But I guess the reason, this is why I'm not into it, I guess, is whatever. it's like, I just find that to be just demeaning. I I couldn't imagine saying to my girlfriend or whatever like, you wait here and this is the rules and it's whatever and expect her to follow them. To me, it is like I'm demeaning her. I'm like, I'm in charge. It's like I'm devaluing her. That's the one thing that I've never been able to get I guess my head around when it comes to the, the, the master slave type thing that people do have and again I don't have to it's fine it's your guys' thing and I've tried so hard to understand the mentality of that because I have had you know uh, women tell me like explain it to me like you guys did like you don't have to think about that part you don't have to whatever I I just fuck I wish I could get it
2: I also think something that has a tendency not to be talked about when we're you know talk about why people enjoy BDSM and particularly why women or anybody really enjoys being submissive submissive. But when I know the expectation set forth for me, like when someone says, this is what my expectation is for you, Never I know you just do it. I, I know, but I know where the bar is. I know exactly what is expected. So it's me. not a
0: true slave master relationship. There's no. still. No. I, me, I, like, explain it. Then. I, I, I think you're ever to get it through my head. I want to get this man. I do. But I'm like, I could not imagine going to a girl. And say, you will wait here until I'm here. And I've heard it. I'm like, I would feel like a fucking asshole saying that. I'm sorry, I would. I'd be like, what a dick I am. Like, fuck you, I'm superior. Like, I I messed up with that.
2: Uh, you're not alone. And even people who are really new to the lifestyle who want, who want it to be a part of their life, or they're dating someone who is in the lifestyle. And this is particularly th- true for dominance um, coming into the lifestyle, especially in heterosexual relationships, they have been taught from a very young age. You don't demean women. You don't devalue them. You don't hit them. You don't put them, you know, nobody puts baby in the corner kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. right. This, (laughs) this is not that this is coming from a place of clear expectations, honest communication. And that's really what it boils down to. I know exactly what is expected of me every time I walk in this club. See. not because of what they not not because of the rules that they have not because of the the expectations of anyone else but because this is my husband's decision and when i get here i get to lose myself in the beauty of being here i get to lose myself in conversation but when he looks at his watch and shows me that it's ten thirty. All right, that conversation is ended. I'm going into the locker room. I'm taking my dress off. I'll be walking around in lingerie for the rest See, of the day. It's night. so interesting because
0: you did that last time I was here. Mm-hmm. I saw
2: you walk around and I complimented you on your glasses. Yes.
0: I go, I go, what? They just like, you kind of have a, a cool, kind of sexy look to you with those glasses. I was like, oh, that's kind of whatever. And I saw you like an hour and a half later and then you're walking around
2: half naked. I'm like, and the
0: glasses. I'm like, you just improved upon that. That's what it was?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looked at me. He looked at me. I watched him from across the bar. My eyes are on him. What oh, do you not. get out of that? I
3: not having to think.
2: I don't have to think. Thank I you. can shut my brain off. Okay, the is so going. What is up with what is up with women? Like
0: again, you get the women like. like men taking control and then women want their own rights and whatever I, i'm sure i'm overthinking this but i don't know how not to yeah i think yeah i think you're getting into a whole nother i'm just i want, one but i want to understand
2: it the way that i have a tendency to think about it and i think the easiest way to explain it is like when you're working a job and you have a boss right that guy at the top and he he says these are the this is our company policy but and a
0: relationship's not supposed to be a boss correct
2: but in order for that relationship to be functioning. You both have to have open communication. You have to have clear expectations. You know exactly what he wants from you every time. And you know exactly what you get out of that relationship. I want that with my husband. I want to know what I'm getting in return. And some people may say I'm boiling it down to a transaction. But that's not what it is. My brain moves 100 miles a minute. It never shuts up. It is constantly running. And so to be in the moment and to know that my husband is not going to let anything happen to me. And that not just he's not going to let anything happen to me, they're not going to let anything happen to me. Our other friends are not going to let anything happen to me. I'm in such a safe place where I can shut my brain off, have a couple of drinks, and just kind of have a good time. I don't have to be worried about, oh, well.
0: But doesn't that come along with being in a relationship? You're supposed to, regardless of everything else, you're obviously supposed to protect the, the, the woman that you're with.
2: You you are. without Without
0: is. bossing them around, I guess. And I'm not trying to say it like that. I, I'm watching Amanda shake her head yes. You shake your head yes. And in my head, I'm going, "This is why half fucking divorces or half marriages end in divorce because fucking men don't understand women and women don't understand men." And I'm just trying to like to undo get it to even have the confidence or, or the uh, the ability to do that and get past my mindset of I'm just being a
1: misogynist. Well, let me let me take it all the way back to like you were talking about the choking, you know, something like that. So, See, Alan, that comes Alan right, cannot. You know, go back to that. Alan's one of those people. He couldn't, he can't hurt me. He right. can't. He's like, I can't do that. You know, I, 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 oh, I, blah, blah, blah. We had a friend that was like, Hey, you know, choke me during sex. He's kind of like, I can't do that. You know, there's no way. I let him know I was interested in it. We so tried kind of it. We worked up my, to right. it. Well, he yeah. learned him giving me that. It was not demeaning me anyway. it was setting my ecstasy level like, in the bedroom up higher. So he was it was kind of like a reward to me. Like, hey, you're giving this to me even though you are in power and you're the one doing this to me. I'm getting so well, much if, pleasure me, and fulfillment out of this.
3: Let me take a stab at this. Right. Let me just take a quick stab at it and let's go back to the words that you used. Yeah. You said that you felt like a misogynist. Cuz and I and I'm with you. Cuz when you you have so you, many years this, of vanilla still? you have so many years of vanilla programming. Uh, 100%. And Political nonsense these days okay. that when you say misogyny, you have to understand that misogyny is would be me saying, All right, you are my wife. I now own you. You are gonna be barefoot and pregnant in the fucking kitchen, and you better clean this shit up. And if you don't get okay. my shit washed and done by the time I get home, you're getting an ass beaten. All right. Which you that's like. an, that's misogyny. Right. Well, no, because that's not submissive dominance. Okay, that's just an asshole. That's a mistake. I, I agree, it is. I, I but I, I, don't, okay? I guess I'm having a rough time wrapping you, to, like you mean, have yeah, to wrap yeah, your yeah. mind around, and i, and Are I almost am, getting into a character. Is that what it is? Well, and no, no, no. Okay. You, let me finish. You got to understand what she's was trying to explain to you before, and what I've been learning from them is that the the, the submissive actually has all the power Do you because agree with it's that? she is she is allowing me. She is not allowing. She is trusting me, believing in me, and trusting me that when she shuts her brain down, that I am going to take that role from her that she's had to carry all day. That having to make the decisions, having to do this, having to do that. She wants to be able to turn that off. And she wants me through communication, through trust, through understanding, to take the reins, from nine o'clock on when we get to the club i now have the reins you can just shut down and relax right i mean i yeah i totally but it's It's... fair communication misogyny there is no communication he's just fucking owning your ass and that's all there is to it so there's discussions with
0: so so the fact that he tells you 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 have to let me okay if you were to say i don't want to would that be an issue
2: he, I, I don't know because I'm not, I'm not so that kind of will, will
0: you do me a favor and just do that so I can get the response? <laughs> <laughs> as long as he doesn't backhand you, you like, know, like, you know, whatever. I don't know. You? I'll <laughs> I'll tell like, you. Shut up, Hope. She just slaps you. I don't know. It's like...
2: I'll tell you exactly what he's going to do, especially because... Like it's, okay, I guess, is this just playful or is this truly a lifestyle? No, it's truly really a lifestyle. Well,
0: then, then you, you, you can't say no.
2: You absolutely can say no. Consent is, it is revocable at any time for any reason. But... I How he, can it be? I think he's be, still
0: missing it. I, I really am. I, I, the you know what it is, I want to take this to a far fucked up level. I don't, but I, I don't want to take it there. I, I, don't, I don't, don't think
1: he would I, ever ask her to do anything on not the to. spot so that, but that he not, wasn't already like. But then it's not sure a true like. Slave have a conversation about at home, like that's not a, be,
0: because you, if you're consenting, you're not a slave. A slave is somebody who doesn't consent.
2: You, okay, so that maybe, that's the
0: definition of
2: it. Maybe even that's where the holdup is right we're not taught this is not historical context we are not in history you see what i'm saying i
0: I agree like
2: that's the shit that alan
0: was saying it's it's programmed into me Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i totally agree with that it's like how the fuck do i unprogram that because to me i i can't see it not that i was told respect women do this whatever the first time i had a girl ask me to choke her i'm like listen you gotta I, i swear as god is my witness i said you gotta write something down if you get hurt you're not gonna come back after me with that shit like the whole james brown made white women be naked with him so he could prove that it was consensual i was scared shitless i'm like i get you're into it but i am putting myself in a position with that and whatever so it really was kind of like oh i might i'll tell you my first time i was i was disturbed i mean
3: i i had to sit see I, I assume you're like you're like, like, like oh, we're yeah, all,
0: I, don't, I, I don't care about your. i'm not trying to ask you to divulge race, but I, I assume maybe you're younger than us or whatever i've had a weird situation where i'm a bit as Matthew McConaughey said, I I get older, and they say the same age. So I've was having sex with girls in 1997 that are the same age as me that were the same age, let's say 19, as I have sex with now, and it's not it's 2023. The mentality of women it has changed to to a shocking level where it's like. When a girl has asked me, you know, call me this, choke me, spit on me, slap whatever the fuck, it's like, what the fuck is wrong? Like okay, but I, I'm like, I'm supposed to care about you. I you don't spit on somebody you care about. I, I don't under I, I just I don't get it a little bit.
2: So in the back of my book, there is a specific dedication to an author. His name is L T Morrison. He wrote a trilogy, a mentoring trilogy called The Devil in the Details, one, two, and three. He is
0: one of my favorite sayings, Devil's in
2: the details. I, that is my ride or die. I live and breathe and die by that series of books. In the very first book, he makes the very bold statement that dominant men are the biggest feminists on the planet because through empower, through sexual empowerment, women have empowerment. We make the decision. I make the decision to let my husband make decisions that I don't want to make. I need to make, or that I can make. I don't want that i don't want it i want him to make that decision and he takes on that role for me as a form of love and a form of commitment and a form of passion for who i am and what i need
0: so you not quite do do you question his decisions no (laughs)
3: well (laughs) i want to marry you did you ever ever see that thing on facebook it was a little meme that said that you know if, if if she if her bras and panties match you're not the one that decided to have sex uh, I don't think i that one, though. Well, yeah, yeah, because it, like, at the end of the day... I have mean, heard the thing. Really, where if a
0: woman's broad paint is match, it means that she's expecting somebody it, to see
3: them. Even in the vanilla world, if you go into a bar and you pick up a girl... And, before, and, yeah. and, and you start hitting on her... You're and, telling me you get and, this... And you... I am. I'm I've been learning. I've I I have I've said it in the last couple of podcasts. Yeah, yeah I've been I we we take this very seriously. Like, I mean we, we do research. We ah, want to get so to know people and learn as much as we can. And I, I, we want to provide a safe and, and I, I understand what I you want to environment in your, in your
1: mind you get yes. that, that. Yes. Oh, wow. yeah. Awesome. And I think okay. the BDSM community coming that. I'm with the yeah. swinger just, community, what like they're all coming into a lifestyle now. They're all learning from each other, they're all growing from each other. I mean, just like I said, me, you know, oh, this kind of intrigues me. So then I go to them and I'm kind of like, would you guys <laughs> mind? Like, you know, I kinda wanna I trust you. I think we're all wow. stepping a little bit in more understanding of each other, which is what we want. We want everybody non-judgmental <laughs> to embrace each other and learn and grow together. Yep. And I think that's happening. So me and him, we are learning from this. And we're like, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, I see because I won't lie i used to go to the canton body shop and there was times i'd walk in and people are getting flogged and i'm just like oh uh uh-uh. heck no never uh uh-uh. right it was the people i was watching they knew some of them i, I think were doing it incorrectly because <laughs> i still look at them and i'm like that that girl was not <laughs> in, having any fun other ones <laughs> knew the limit of the partner they were with they right. knew how far they could push that person they knew what was the level of their pleasure going into that so they were like okay i can get you to this point and after that we we got to stop like that's not right. going to be good for you um, or you'll be sore tomorrow so we can't go any further <laughs> we we want you have something to do tomorrow um <laughs> but i saw i'm starting to learn it now more with people because i'm i'm talking with them here i'm hearing how they do stuff and i could see like the one day with her like he could kind of just he just kind of looked at her and he was like yep he like he just knew Like she didn't have to say anything. He just knew she was like she was there wow. and that's where he took her. And that's all the farther he needed to take her for that moment.
3: But that's also something to be said for how we built this, too. I, and I I'm sure Miss Gigi here could uh, contest to what I'm saying is by having an environment to where, you know, you mentioned the, you know, she meant Mandy's mentioned the body shop. You walk in and then people are just just beating And then it's the porn and it's, uh, you know, and the music's so loud. And it's just it's overwhelming. Whereas you come in here, it's, you have a place to be social for a little right. bit. You know, people are kind of teasing a little bit. They're talking, they're socializing, they get to know each other. And then it's, oh, hey, what are you into? And then, you know, the conversations develop. And then, like you said, at a certain time, you know, it, it it's kind of things go to the next notch. And then, you know, conversations get sparked up. And then, you know, it it, it it's a slower build. Right. No, I,
0: like I said, I, I I get how you're describing it, but this is, Oh, I'm trying. Like this is her lifestyle. This we gotta how, get yeah. you deprogrammed. This is how. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You do.
2: <laughs> we should just make a miniseries deprogramming vanilla.
0: Yeah, no, you you do because I do have a. It's not. Listen, I'm not judging you. I think it's great. Like I said, I that you you you're living life the way you want to live it. There is no judgment at all with anything. I admire you. I admire the fact that not only are ha, have you found this inspiration this thing that is going to complete you but it, you've written novels about it you're you, this and you're going to continue going i i think this is amazing i am not by any means trying to judge anything with it i'm being uh just subjective and it's just me and it's like i'm not saying none of this intrigues me right it would be again i i've choked girls now i've i've grown accustomed to it i i can't say that i've i don't like you said, I, it's... Well, my it,
3: first time, it, I'm it, telling you, it was many, many, it's many It's scary. Many it, it, just,
0: it just is, and then it, it goes to that oh. level. And I understand, listen, I understand that you're in total control. Like, in all reality, what this does say to me, and that's what I was thinking to go back to, the before and after, how you were talking about. I think that there was a lot of demeaning... It was for the man before like you know you, you will do what i say you will do whatever there is ab- absolutely been a, a change of that i totally understand you're in control i i really do i'm just like how I, e- even if you oh, like okay it's gonna go it's gonna go <laughs> off for 20 fucking years if i try to keep talking about this and understand this all i'm saying is like how do you even initiate how do you whatever like how I wouldn't even know how to go about it. I, I wouldn't know whatever, but it, it is so interesting. And again, I, I do have somewhat of a fascination of trying to. which I'll well, grab, I think we're, we're. I'll never be able to do is get inside a woman's mind with certain uh, things. Yeah, we're getting up on our time and, here well, now. Yes. We we'll definitely have to make this. And, and the, uh, well, yeah, and the film I'm saying, the Fifty Shades of Grey opened my eyes to, like, you really think that. It was, it, it was fucking. Okay, it was. You can say that. You're yeah, but it was trash. Okay, it was trash. But okay. It, let's say it with this book, okay, how Amanda, how you did whatever, all right? All I'm saying is, it's like it, it was an eye opening thing. And I think a lot of guys were. I always said Madonna changed it for women, sexual empowerment, or whatever. I thought it was amazing. Being sexually empowered, or whatever. But to have a guy understand it is a little different, especially when you were raised with. How guys' perceptions of women was supposed to be. I love it. I, I love nothing more than a dominant woman. I want you to take me, throw me, take my pants off. You there's nothing hotter than a fucking woman who wants it. I love that. nobody's seeing you say something. She <laughs> if like, you can't understand if you
2: think that a dominant woman is hot and you want her to toss you around and take your pants off. And yes. you.
0: Tell, there's nothing hotter than a woman who wants it.
2: So why is that- But why do I got to
0: call you a bitch and tell you to sit in the corner until then?
1: No. But- you don't. Not all of them are like that. You don't do that to a dominant yeah.
0: woman. That's not everybody.
2: You don't do that to a dominant
0: woman. That's I'm saying.
2: I don't know. <laughs> Even us, I'm Dude, she went ballistic over there when I was saying that. Explain that. Why did you go nuts? Because, like, well, if you can have that expectation and you want that from a dominant woman, that do. turns you the fuck off. Why can't that turn me on? Why can't when my husband comes home, he rips my dress off and he tosses me on the bed and grabs me by the hair and calls me a naughty girl? Like, why isn't that equally just as sexy and awesome and enjoyable? Because like, why can't I enjoy that just as much as you? Do? You can.
0: And it's because we need to I was programmed program. differently.
1: Yeah, we need to program your brain.
0: That's why it turns me on so much. There's nothing that turns me on more than when, when a woman is very uh, vocal about how bad she wants it. Because to me, it's kind of against the norm of how I was raised, which is so fucked up because I am. <laughs> I've done. That. Well, so I've lived such the an insane lifestyle understand. my whole life, and I still—that is the one weird thing that, for some reason, I, I want. I hope I have an epiphany sometimes because I, I really am so interested in it. Well, we're going to continue this one on in our next <laughs> yes, week, so we'll, yeah. in a couple
3: weeks right. here. we we'll uh, we'll definitely have you and... tell us
1: where the, they can buy yes, this so book. Oh, oh yes, yes. Thank you. I was gonna, I to get... Okay.
2: Right. So, In the Shadow of Sapphires is available through Amazon. You can get it in paperback. It's available on Kindle. If you have Kindle Unlimited, if you're part of that subscription, you can read it for free on Kindle Unlimited. Just download it to your library and borrow it.
0: How are sales? Like, if you notice sales? Anything? Um,
2: I've had some. I released on November the 20th. I... Th- I think I've sold three paperbacks and five or six Kindle copies. I've got um, like 500 page reads on Kindle Unlimited, but I have done absolutely no promotion. (laughs) I am not putting out anything to like. Uh, So so
0: therefore, the the pressure's on me here, all right? This
2: this sucks now. (laughs) I will tell you, it
1: is so good that I have the, I mean, obviously I have the book in the hand right now, I have it downloaded on my Kindle so that way I can reread it while we're on our flight this week, too. Because I'm like, okay, wait, I don't want to pack my big book and it get lost or it get damaged, especially because she signed it. So I'm like, I really don't want it to get lost or damaged. So I got to leave it at home. But I was like, I want to reread this.
3: With the promotion of it and everything, we think she did a fantastic job. Mandy's absolutely in love with it. I Um, am.
1: I cannot wait to hear more about all of them. I mean, like I was telling her, I said there was was using one character and there he's kind of mentioned and helps kind of like run lucas's house and i was like wait what about paul like what you're gonna write about paul and (laughs) you can have character development like that where people
0: are like they want like i said like an offset or whatever i I think i think let her write it just i know i'm like
1: craving more i'm like okay but she's like yes i yeah
2: one of my very first so when you're publishing a novel you do like alpha readers those are friends and family that's just like super how did you did your mom read this um, I sent it to her, but no, she's not actually <laughs> okay. read it. Um, my mother in law did read it. Okay, her take. Um, she teach me.
0: Is no, you know? Know? no, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Like, we're not going there. No, nope, we're not. Mm-hmm. You
2: could nope. phone a friend for that. She one. was like, she was like, I thought it was good. It kept me entertained. Like, she's not really a big reader. I understand. Be, yeah, yeah, you know? But um, so you get like alpha readers, and then you have beta readers, and then you have arc readers, and then you publish. And like, that's the as you get closer to publishing, those are people. So. I got the book written and I did all my editing and I set it out for my first round of reading through my beta readers and that was one of the reactions that I got that I wasn't expecting. Someone was like, what about Paul and Rebecca? And I'm like, these are like way out in left field characters.
0: I mean, seriously, how great that is where people are are so, uh, you know, interested in in not just the main characters but the other, the side characters or whatever and that's what makes um, you know, uh, like a what do they call like a trilogy or yeah. whatever like a
2: this will be a quartet there will be that's four amazing. of them in total
0: that's awesome listen i yeah. I, I, I i i find this amazing i, yeah, I think she's got it, a TikTok, shadows of instagram
3: Sapphires. and twitter yeah well i was gonna have her
0: do oh. and i want all your I, I, when i was going to try to get it is i want to talk to you afterwards and get all your information okay. so i can put it on the thing for the podcast but go ahead.
2: he said go ahead
3: yeah go ahead yeah. yeah oh yeah she has the TikTok, instagram and twitter um we'll probably get a bit what of are thing. they
2: Gigi Myers writes.
0: Yeah,
3: she has all of this. I'm I, not gonna tell you how to see it. I don't I'm sorry, I'm not a I'm not a TikToker. Or a I understand, but read my it's
0: it's it's Gigi I know, Myers I writes.
3: I, my bad. I'm That's sorry, not. okay. I'm like, we will get it posted to the website. I get it. can you read it? What,
0: what are what are they?
2: It's just Gigi Myers writes. That's my handle on all my okay. platforms. Were they not on there?
0: Why did
2: you read that? I said it. No, you said TikTok. Whatever you didn't
0: say. What the? Oh, the handle my, God. Was. Yeah,
1: my brush, like. Oh,
0: don't, 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 don't. Hey, I'm on TikTok. I'm on X. I'm on whatever. Okay. It's, yeah, it's right. Do yeah. you mind telling me how to find you?
1: <laughs>
0: I said we're
3: we're gonna put <laughs> we links are, yeah. on, on our website. Yeah. I am, so that way everybody can find it. And
0: absolutely intrigued by you. I am absolutely intrigued. I. The the way I, I the, the few things that you read the way you put them together I think they're amazing. And I, I, it doesn't even matter the, the content of which you wrote about it. It just seems like, boy, you have a hell of a, of a vernacular and you have a way of just adjectives are so wonderful. They, and, are, they, they are. I love, I them. love them. <laughs> and the, and the way that you are just able to bring that when you were reading that to bring that shit to life mm-hmm. to where I'm sitting here to a guy and a girl. I, you know, I'm just sitting here I'm like, holy shit. Wow. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much for, for
0: having on. me. Anything else you want to plug? Talk about no, uh, very quickly. The whole po-
2: the whole podcast episode was a shameless plug about my book. Oh, well, uh, and that's okay. what we kind of wanted you know to be about. I, I,
0: um, I, the next
3: episode, we'll have uh, Ty with us. Um, we can continue okay. on in the BDSM a little bit more. I think that deserves a lot more time talking about Absolutely. that. I think that's a, a like I said, it's become very pre- pre- prevalent. Um, <laughs> so I, I'll be excited to you know have both of them here and you know, continue on with this. Um, We'll say, you know, we'll reach shout out for our friends at motor bunny and red room accessories. Yep. Of course. always Um, shout
1: out to them for their help with the stuff in our, yeah, we got to start integrating
3: everybody's graphics and everything into our website. So we'll start getting some more of the literature up for that. We're, we're new to the website stuff, so just have to bear with us as we're expanding and growing. Um, I believe we will be having a podcast today, Facebook page and website coming awesome. soon. Perfect.
0: So the Lifestyle Today podcast, right?
3: Lifestyle Today, today podcast. Awesome. Are, Perfect. Um, yeah, so we got graphics that are being worked on now. We just, you know, we're kind of in going into vacation oh, dude, I get here, that, so with a lot it.
0: of stuff going on you guys so like again um, um guys,
1: I, I, I think, think our past stuff ahead. up for the book and the links to where to buy mm-hmm. it even and stuff like that right i'll put that all up everybody Perfect. will see it I,
0: I am going to edit this and have this up in the next couple of days I, I, so
1: my goal go I, really, Very important. I really i really want, want everybody just to buy the book and read it and because i just think they'll fall in love
0: i want to make you i, I hope this makes you uh, a lot of money. <laughs> to be honest, with you, I, I I hope it does. I, I'm very curious at the uh, amount of uh, downloads and listens and intrigue that Actually, we've, that I, we've I, had I, across. The... I could hope
3: anything for you is is I hope that people can see your genius and see that you guys 100%. have. I, I think once we have both them here, you'll 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 agree with me that they have a sincerity that is
0: I I know I'm sure they hard do, to yeah. miss. Yeah.
3: Um. So I I, I, I like hope it's that like
0: put it in words like. Well,
3: it's I, being young and just being devoted to each other, to their craft, to everything that they do, um, it, you don't see it very often these days. So uh, I think there's a lot of, lot of potential there, and we want to see you guys flourish with that the best. So
0: uh, until the next time. Um, Lifestyle Today podcast. Um, you can get it on Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, also, the uh, website clubflavorohio.com. That's where we do this from. Uh, check it out. Become a member. Um, if you're in the area, come hang out and uh, we will talk to you next time. It's uh, Alan, Amanda, Imo, I'm and Gigi Myers. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you.